0: all right good evening everyone uh, it's another beautiful saturday uh friday evening um i hope uh, the week was uh, not so stressful um so yeah welcome to another twitter space uh from flicker uh to our twitter handle is um that car fixer on twitter uh, so hope the week wasn't so stressful Hope it went perfectly well as you wanted it to. And if you didn't, I mean, you have another week to come next week and you can make do uh, with what you left. All right, my name is Joshua Ikeye Mercury. I'll be your host and I have myself, uh, Anita. I properly call her Anita Liza. Well, yes, Anita will be joining me today. Uh Welcome, Anita
1: thank you joshua good evening everyone good to have you here again in our twitter space where we have conversations around everything that happens in the um, automobile space and as usual today's twitter space promises to be very exciting interesting and most importantly interactive educating to at least at the end of the day we'll have at least one or two take homes
0: thank you All right. Thank you very much, Anita. All right. So straight off, we'll be talking about, I'll be dropping the topic of discourse. As we all know, it is navigating your way on Nigerian roads, the unsaid road laws. You know, I'm I'm coming to think of it, I'm sure majority of us or a handful of us have have probably driven a car or have been driven in a car, you know, or in a a particular kind of vehicle uh, in Nigerian roads. And then, There are some laws, there are some regulations that need to be followed. You know, I mean, uh, there's a popular saying that uh, without law or without um, um, law and order, chaos would be the order of the day. So it's important that all of all these rules and regulations are followed. Now, notwithstanding, there are some rules and regulations that have to do with the road. Yes, um, yes, yes. Some rules and regulations that have to do with the road, and some of all these things are things that we'll be talking about. Some of them we know. Some of them are unspoken or unsaid rules that uh, um, that happens. That I of people just know they are not just written, but we just know. but then there are some rules that we do not know at all. But all these rules exist, you know. And I think those those are the places that we need to really um, focus on. You know, and uh, we should make sure that we are very attentive because I promise that uh, we promise that this 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 um, Twitter space is going to be quite educative. You know, for majority of us uh, that would like to drive in Lagos. You know, as much as Lagos tries to drive you crazy, or you know, try to drive in Lagos. All right, so straight off, um, yeah, that was just that was just like pretty much an intro. So welcome everyone. This is Fliko Podcast. Or flickle to a space um, where we uh, talk about things that has to do with automobiles, things that has to do with uh, driving, things that has to do with cars, vehicles, and uh, the automobile industry. Yes. So straight off, I would be opening the floor to uh, giving my uh, co-host. I need to to start off with uh, the unsaid road laws. I need to over to you.
1: All right. Welcome again, guys. Welcome. So um, in addition to what the host has said, while there are unsaid road laws, let's cast our minds back to the basic road laws, at least the ones that we hear from time to time. So some of these laws are um, driving with a forged permit or driver's license is a crime that's liable on conviction to a fine of 20,000 naira, or a term of one year imprisonment or even both. So as a driver on Nigerian roads, generally, you're expected to um, drive with an original driver's license, the one that was, you know, handed to you by the appropriate authorities. Um, failure to adhere to this attracts a fine of 20,000 um or a one year imprisonment term. Yeah, we also have um, other road laws like obstruction of vehicles and other road users. Yes, using sirens, flashlights or beacon lights without approval from the appropriate authorities is also a punishable offence. If you've not gotten the approval, you're not expected to drive your car with a siren or flashlight or beacon lights. If you violate this, you're also liable to um, pay a fine of 2,000 naira or six-month imprisonment, or you might just face both. So we have a number of road laws like this that we know, and as law-abiding citizens, we're expected to, you know, follow through. So this is just me cutting our minds back to, you know, basic road laws, adhere to traffic traffic signals, do not drive without a driver's license, If you're learning how to drive, you're expected to get your learner's permit, which will cover you for a period of three months from the date of issuance. And you're not expected to carry any passenger except the um, licensed driver or instructor while you are learning how to drive, right? And then we also have other road laws like Um, Do not also drive without um, trafficators, your side mirrors. All of these have to be mechanically or electrically fitted to your vehicle so that you can give the appropriate signals to other road users and you don't endanger the lives of other road users. So, yes, that's just casting our minds back to some of these road laws that we may have heard or have not heard. So I'm going to hand over to Josh to, you know, take us through the unsaid road laws, things that you've never heard and you just, you know, you just do them. And if you're caught, you'll probably be lost. Like, ah, I didn't know it's a crime law and things like that. So over to you, Josh. Walk us through.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Anita. So straight off, we'll be talking about um, the unsaid road laws and laws that I think it's important that we um, adhere to, you know, if we're going to be driving on an Algerian road. All right, straight off I'll be reading off from um, the Federal Road Safety Commission. Yes, there was an establishment act of 20- <clears> twenty. <throat> I'm sorry for that. Um there was an establishment act of two thousand and seven, uh the national road traffic uh, regulation of twenty twelve. All right, straight off I'll be starting with uh just some yeah, there are a couple of unsaid road laws, uh there are a couple of laws that it's important that we adhere to. Well, straight off from the Act, you know, it it exercises it exercises the power uh, confirmed on it by the Section Five of the Federal Road Safety Commission Establishment Act Two Thousand and Seven, and of all the powers enabling in this uh, in it, on the behalf of the Federal Road Safety Commission, makes the following regulations. Now, these are the regulations that were made due to the act due to the act all right straight off i would i would want it i wanted to start with the um objectives you know but i feel like the objectives are quite uh cumbersome so we'll just start with the registration of vehicles now it's important i mean registration of vehicle is something that cannot be overemphasized it's important wherever you are uh any part of the world this is like paramount all right so registration of vehicles probably application for registration of vehicles let, let me put it that way now any person applying to register a vehicle shall submit the appropriate or auto- shall should, should, should submit to the appropriate authorities an application for registration duly completed as in a form uh as in a form to the specific or to the, uh to the appropriate bodies and any of all these regulations to the authorities, I beg your pardon, and a particular fee would be paid, you know, as prescribed by uh, by the Joint Tax Board. So, a particular fee would be paid when you want to register your vehicle. Now, all of all these things are important for us to note. Now, that is one for registration of vehicle. There's another one for change of vehicle categories. Now, it says that any, and I'm reading according uh, to the National Road Safety Uh, Commission Act of uh, of 2012, Uh, any vehicle whose category is to be changed must be assigned identification number provided it is previously or it was previously registered. We have vehicles whose category uh, is to be changed was registered in any state other than the one it uh, it is which the change category is sought then there's a form that must be accompanied by the certificate of clearance. That is, let me explain what that means. You want to change your uh, the vehicle category, for example, there are different vehicle categories, we'll talk about that later, but there are different vehicle categories. You want to change your vehicle category to another one, and you, are in, and you moved, for example, you moved to a different state. It simply means you have to get a particular document that would accompany you in the changing of vehicle category, you know, in in that other state. All right. So these are many more are uh, um, laws and things uh, that it's important that we pay close attention to because um, this act, it I, I think this is a, this is this is an act that was uh, propounded just so it can guide, you know, um, road safety users. You know, I did. Some of all these some of all these laws that are I, that are I of in this act as opposed to guide us so for example you're you're driving on the road now and, and you flout one of all these rules or one of all these laws and you do not know it's 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 it will will say so good of you because at the end of the day, it's important that we know all of all these things. I understand that there has not been so much um, education and sensitization of all of all these laws. I mean, the federal government or the Federal Road Safety Corps is not doing so much sensitization and education of all of all these laws. But I think it's important for each and every one of us as individuals or good car owners to try as much as possible to know some of all these things. So yes, that's that's just by the way. So moving on, uh, just another word. Uh, this is called transfer of transfer of um out of series. Out of series is your serial number, all right. So transfer of out of series or fancy number plate. You know, there are a lot of people that use fancy number plate. That's maybe you're you're driving, you're driving, and then you see a car in front of you and the road. Um, let me see or by legushi or the roots um, odogu <laughs> you know or the roots obio you know all those fancy number plates you know if you want to do a transfer or just to or just to make that fancy number plate this is what you have to do so you you will need to uh listen in and be sure that we know all of all these things any person who wishes to transfer out of series that's serial number or a fancy number plate of any vehicle to another shall obtain a police clearance and attach same to his application to the authorities. You know, so if you want to do mm-hmm. a transfer, you have to make sure that you have a police mm-hmm. clearance. That's something that cannot be uh, overemphasized. Now, other things that we'll be talking about is change of vehicle ownership. Mm-hmm yeah this happens a lot uh for example uh, you've hustled you've worked well and, and you just feel like it's it's high time you get a ride or a car you know that would be beneficial for you in moving about in uh, transporting yourself to wherever places you need to be at a particular point in time now you decide to get uh, a car from a nigerian dealer or, or probably not a nigerian dealer or you know someone all right that's probably is letting go of his car at probably at a giveaway rate and you just want to get a car you feel like it's high time you get a good car for yourself now change of vehicle ownership is very important a lot of people have been arrested because of this particular thing and i feel it's a crime now this is what the law what the act says where the ownership of a vehicle is changed. The former owner or the new owner, the former owner or the new owner shall give a notice of the change to the appropriate authorities as in the form MVA5 of Schedule One of the registration of the regulation. That's the regulation I've just read it to you. And the new owner shall pay to the authority defined as prescribed by the joint tax board now the joint tax board are the people that deals with the fines that are allocated to um, car owners and fines that you have to pay related to your cars um, or car or car issues you know or car registrations or car you know all those things that has to do with your car that body is the one that handles things like that now the former owner of the vehicle uh, referred referred to in the sub-regulation of this uh, regulation, should present the, re- the registration book to the authority, who shall record details of the change of ownership and hand over the registration book to the new owner. So it's not the old, it's not the former owner that will hand over the registration book. And if you have a car, for example, for people that do not have a car, a registration book is one of the documents that will be given to you. After your registration of your car. You understand? They are, part of, they are documents that will be given to you um, after the registration of your car. Now, the registration book is supposed to be submitted to an authority. So if you're getting a car from someone, you know, maybe not a car dealership, but just getting a car from if like someone that has a car and is, he wants to sell it. And you get the car from him. You're not supposed to just collect it directly. It's supposed to go to the authorities, and the authorities will not give it to you. You know, but nowadays, you know, things have things are not as controlled as they are. You know, so people just do things the way they should or they would. You know, just go to someone, ask for it. You, know, it's more or less like, <laughs> it's more or less like you know you're not going through the right way. You know, so you just believe that you can just do it and get away with it. It's it may happen to you, but at the end of the day, sometime in the future you know, you may have to pay for it, you know, because at the end of the day, if the, if the F, FRC and is it now? Um, or the police, or one of these bodies decide to stop you on the road, and then claim or tell you that that your car that you're using is stolen, what do you have to do? You know, so there are a lot of cases that have been reported that um, they stop some people because uh, <coughs> the car they were driving was stolen. Not because they stole the car, but they bought the car from someone that probably stole it, you know, or someone that bought the car from someone that stole it, you know. So it's very good for us to be careful. If you're buying a car from someone, or you're buying a car from an old car owner, just make sure you do the right thing, you know, and that 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 would help you uh, a lot. I would I would I would open I would open the the floor to one or two people that want to say something about some of all these things I've said before I continue, you know, so I don't just talk for a long time, you know, yes, I've, I've talked for a while now and I feel like one or two people may have one or two things to say, you know, so I'll open the floor now for anyone that feels uh, they have one or two things to add to this or you feel um, um, there should be more sensitization done, you know, for. Um, car education or car owners, you know, so that we can be more, uh, more um, in tune, you know, more sensitized to these rules or to this law. So if you have something to say or you want to contribute or just say something before I continue, I'll just open the, I'll just open the line uh, mm-hmm. to one of two people and see uh, if we have uh, anyone that wants to say something, all right? So if you want to say something, please signify right now and then we can continue. All right then, so I think we'll just continue uh, straight off uh, with, okay, do we have anyone? Okay, so straight off, I would continue, um, I'll continue with uh, the, the things you should know or the rules behind some of all these things. I I, I think would I would open it back later on. So let me just continue and I give all the things I have here. So yeah, so I've talked about change of, um, I've, I've talked about change of car ownership, yeah. Now another thing is change of car color, yeah. So um, I was talking with um anita the other time, and uh, she talked about the change of car color and how it is, is something that, um, a lot of people do. You know? a lot of people can you can just wake up one morning, your car is probably your car is probably black. Yeah, you just wake up one morning, and maybe you had a dream, or your your best color is just red, or something just happened, and then you feel like you have to change the color of your car, and you just take it to the mechanic, or you just take it to the uh, <coughs> uh, the auto repair shop, and then you just tell them change this car to red, or just say things are not done that way. You know, you're supposed to take, you're supposed to do it the right way. I understand that things have been done this way, this way for a long time, you know, and I, I understand that, I mean, all, we me just talking here is not just going to change it all of a sudden, but I, I just feel like it's important that we know all of all these rules and all of all these acts, you know, so that we can be able to make, you know, um, informed decisions, you know, if or when we have a car, you know, or it, for people that also have a car, so we can also be able to make informed decisions. So you don't just make uh, decisions because you feel like, you know, yes, forgetting about how the situation of the country is. Yes. So, straight off, I'll be talking about change of car color. Yes, where the color of a vehicle is to be changed. The owner shall apply for approval from the authority, right, to this regulation. And unless such application is approved, the owner of the vehicle shall be restrained from changing the color of the vehicle. So if they have not given you approval, you cannot change the color of your vehicle. A lot of people have changed the color of their vehicle and it's fine by them. Nobody may stop you. People, Police may not stop you on the road. All right? I'm not saying it's a punishable offense, but law. No. Police may not stop you. It's actually a punishable offense because I'll continue around. But let, let me say this first. Police may not stop you all right because i mean some of all this, the police may not even know all of all these rules or, of all, or all of all these acts but i just feel like it's important that we as citizens we as informed citizens you know make sure that we are abreast with all of all these rules so that we can be able to know you know it's when you, when you know your rights you can be able to you know you will, you will not take anything you know, you can be able to know what to say. You can be able to uh, know how to address situations where you know your rights, where you know uh, the the laws, where you know the rules, mm-hmm. right? So let me continue. A new a new vehicle license shall be issued after payment of the fees prescribed to reflect the new color of the vehicle, and the old color license shall be withdrawn from the owner. All alterations and change in the, in the particular. In the particulars of the vehicle shall be reflected in the registration book by the appropriate authorities. Now, this is where I'm going to. Where the color of the vehicle mm-hmm. is changed without due approval, the issue of such a vehicle will become invalid, and the owner of the vehicle has to has and the owner of the vehicle has committed an offense under the regulation, all right, and shall be liable on conviction. To the fine of 3,000 naira or to imprisonment of a term of six months or both. You, know, I I know that the fine is small. So, yeah, the fine is small because it's a small offense. But, I mean, there's also option of imprisonment. I a lot of people don't want to go to jail, you know, or both. You know, so there's three options. You know, but at the same time, we just need to know all of all these things so we can, as well as I said before, uh, make... Um, informed uh decisions uh another one i would like to talk about replacements of vehicle engines yes replacements of vehicle engines now as i said before some of all these laws are not not fully um what's the word now some of all these laws are not fully practiced in nigeria yes they are Nigerian laws yes the laws was the laws were propounded by uh the federal safety court but i believe that some of them uh, majority of them. Some of them are not are not um, are not practiced to the teeth, right? And, and and it is fair because I mean a lot of people have not been stopped, you know, on the road because of these um, laws. But at the same time, if they wake up one morning and decide that they want to follow this thing to the teeth, it's important that we are pressed with all of all these things and we follow them uh, as the case may be. All right. So replacements of. Vehicle engines. When there is a replacement of the engine of a registered vehicle, the owner shall notify the authority and shall pay the prescribed fee. So, it, it, seems, it, it simply means that there are a lot of fees that you have to pay. Only the vehicle is not, is not paid. A lot of fees you have to pay if you want to do some uh, things to your car you know because especially when you go to uh when you go to the authorities and you want to maybe do change your ve- change your change your vehicle category or uh, or uh, change your engine or change your um, color you know or just do something you know there are a lot of things uh there are a lot of there are a lot of um, 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 fees you may have to pay not a lot but a few fees that you have to pay now Let's talk about this one. This one happens to a lot of people. I'm just noting... The list is long. But I'm just noting some of all these things that may have happened to you or some cases that um, we are all used to. And this is another one. Replacement uh, refaced... Replacement of refaced or lost license. For example, you have your your car license or your vehicle license was lost or something happened to it. you misplaced it or... um, You just misplaced it, all right? So you want to replace it. Now, this is what you have to do according to this act. This is what you have to do. Subject to the uh, sub-regulation of these regulations, the appropriate authorities shall issue a new license to to the holder of the current license under this part of the regulation. If the holder of the license satisfies you, relevant uh, authority uh, that is the license has been defaced or mutilated uh, figures or particulars thereof can be um, eligible illegible that if the license was stolen or lost all of all these things can cause them to actually replace uh, the license for you you know but at the same time you have to do well to um, make sure that you inform the appropriate authorities informing the appropriate authorities uh, is very very important now this also gears towards change of license upon change of ownership all right so when there's a change of license after change of ownership you just buy a new car from someone maybe someone that wants to sell his car and you need to do the change of license upon change of ownership there's a particular thing you have to follow now when the ownership of the vehicle is transferred in accordance with the regulation 12 of these regulations are uh, uh, we've been talking about. The existing license shall be valid until the expiring date on it. where the new owner does not intend to use the vehicle for any purpose other than for which it is classified and registered. In all other cases, a refund may be made to the former owner of the vehicle for the on the expired duration of the license and the vehicle shall be uh, relicensed upon the payment of the prescribed fee. Where the new owner fails to comply with the regulations, the existing license shall cease to be valid. Now, let me explain what that means. You buy a car from someone, all right? Um, and you, as a new car owner, needs to... Okay, for example, you buy a car from me, all right? Um, your name is Lagbaja, you buy a car from me. I'm selling my car to you. And you want to change your license, the license of the car. You want to change it because I'm I'm currently with the license, the car, the vehicle license. But you want to change it. So it simply means that if the vehicle license to the expiring date, the authorities are going to refund me a part of the money, you know, that was used to get the license. Refund me a part of the money. On your part, you are going to pay a the prescribed fee to re-license to get a re-license for that license if um, what you're doing with the vehicle is exact same thing i'm doing with the vehicle for example i I registered the vehicle and i'm using it for personal purposes or i'm using it for maybe a boat or uber and that is the exact same thing you want to do you just pay a re-licensing fee for that you know and then you just continue with the particular uh, license change after the license has been changed I hope we all understand uh, some of all these things. I'll see if I can take just one more because we are past our time. I'll see if we can take just one more. The the, the regulations are a lot, are a lot. And uh, if you're just joining, this is uh, the Federal Road Safety Code 2012, uh, uh, the the act that was amended, the amendment act, the amendment act from 2007, uh, 2007. I beg your pardon to 2012. All right, so I would think we can take just one more and then uh, uh, I'll open the phone line. I'll, uh, did I say open the phone lines? I would open it up to people that want to talk and then we can. Uh, so this is the last one. The vehicle identification number. Yes, I think it's important that I just talk about this and then, uh, yes, i open it to people that want to talk. Now, all private and commercial vehicles shall as from the commencement of this regulation, have on them vehicle identification number plates, which shall be carried by the motor ve- by the motor vehicle on two plates, which shall uh, which conform to the regulation to the requirements of the regulations, and the number shall be fixed. The plate number shall be fixed, and it is important that it must be fixed. Now, in such in such a manner that it is easy, it is not easily detachable. To and it is in an upright, upright position. They give a particular percentage, fifty degrees to such position, and all that. And it's important that we, you all, have your plate number. Now, I think this is this is one thing that, and um, Nigerian police or all of all this road safety would they would they will stop you for this one. You know, I think this is the only one that all of them know in their head. Some of them do not know all of all these laws in their head. I think this is majority of the one they know in their head. If they don't see plate number there, hey, Oga, stop. Yes, 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 where's your plate number? Just enter. They want to arrest you. They want to charge you some certain kind of money, you know, because you do not have this. So this is one thing that you should note. When you have a vehicle, make sure it is always fixed. Make sure it is not detachable And uh, yeah. So, um, uh, I do you want to tell you something?
1: Okay. Um... So far, it has been really educating and, and wow, the part that got me more is the um, change of color of your vehicle. I mean, when I also read that, I was shocked because I know for why. like me, I'm not a car owner yet, but I know that I'm I Swoy that I loves colors and I'm definitely, I'm, I won't drive a black car. So if I didn't hear this now or if I didn't come across this earlier, I feel like I would have just woken up one day and carry my car to Flikoil, and I just tell them that please change it from this to this. Well, it's just great to know that um, these are laid down rules, and I'm pretty sure that um, um, 80% of citizens have fallen uh, would have fallen victim for this if it was something that was um seriously followed up. Because I don't know, I don't think I've heard this before, so it's just great and then um, just to add to what you've um, read so far this is for um listeners that probably have a driving school or would want to um you know start a driving school in the nearest future so it's also important that um when you know when elena comes to learn how to drive it's important for the For you to apply for a learner's permit and then pay the prescribed fees and it shall be it shall be entitled to him to drive a motor vehicle of the group or type stated in the permit for a period not exceeding three months so if the person is coming to learn how to drive a truck it will be stated in the learner's permit and um, failure to do this like i said earlier would attract a fine of 20000 error. I mean, that's a lot. Or imprisonment for six months or both. I don't do. I don't know. I've not learned how to drive before, but I just thought that it was just this sticker because at the time that my friend was learning how to drive and she obviously didn't have Elena's permit. So we just drove to spa and she bought this L sticker and just gum it on her vehicle and just stick it to the back of there, So it just indicates that, okay, in case it's driving some kind of way, other road users would understand that um, she's just a learner. And I'm pretty sure that if the police had stopped us at that time, she didn't have a learner's permit, it would have carried me too because it's also wrong to carry a passenger when you don't know, when you're still learning how to drive. The only person you're, whether it's your personal car or the driving school car, the only person you're expected to carry along is the instructor or the or a licensed driver and of course i'm not a licensed driver so i don't know what would have said and yeah this is also coming from the federal road safety commission establishment at 2007 national road traffic regulations 2012 Yeah, so then that's pretty much it so if you're going to own a driving school please educate your um, students so they know that they're supposed to get a a learner's permit. I think it's like a basic knowledge and then most importantly for the safety of every road user this is like the most basic and the most basic please do not drive recklessly. A person who drives or operates a vehicle recklessly or dangerously commits an offence and is liable on conviction to a fine of fifty thousand naira. I think that's that's this is life we're talking about, and I guess that's why it's so expensive. Because so far we've been hearing 2,000, but for this to be, you know, placed at fifty thousand naira or a term of two years imprisonment, it just goes to show how life is how important life is so if you're under the influence of drugs if you're drunk just stay away from the um steering wheel and then this um you know law has given instances where a person should not where a person can be you know charged for driving recklessly like i stated earlier this is maybe when you're driving under the influence of drugs or you're driving beyond the speed limits. I think every road has a designated speed limit. And yes, this is another area where I feel um, drivers, Nigerian drivers don't, you know, adhere. I mean, I travel long distance. Yeah, I travel long distance and I've seen, I've seen it, I've, you know, I've you know, driven a road where you, see, you obviously see this particular area, you supposed to drive at 50 kilometers, right? And my driver is just, he does the match speed. I'm like, ah, you know, so these are other instances where um you could be, you know, held for driving recklessly because you're not adhering to the speed limit. And the fine for that is 50,000 naira. Or two years imprisonment, or both. So all this stated in the Nigerian Traffic Regulations 2012, the amendment, like Josh has been saying, it's important that we adhere to all of this. At least let's be in the know. Let's play our part. You understand let's play our part let's know that okay we know these things better than not knowing so that when it happens you're not surprised it doesn't look like they're trying to rip you off your rights or they just want to extort you or something it's all there and it's important that as road users you know we follow through for our own safety and the safety of other people are not the only person using the road and even if we are i think our lives should mean something to us. So it's important, you know, we follow these rules that Josh has listed so far and every other basic rule for a day-to-day road user.
0: So even reiterate what you just said, I mean, you you never know when some of all these road safety um, workers are going to just stop you, you know, and yeah. then they will come up with some allegations that say, okay, you're not doing this, or they will ask for your papers and they will ask yeah. for um, something you know and then when they just spot once more some of all these laws now that i mentioned they just spot a default in it or they just they don't spot something that you did not do right you know basically that's it for you they will charge you humongous fees so it's important that we know all of all these things it's important that um as much as we know them we also sensitize people around us you know just so we can be abreast with it a lot of people i i i experienced a situation a close friend of mine was charged about three hundred k. You know because his, his his um um vehicle license expired just one month, just one month um after the expir- es- expiration date, he was still driving the vehicle one month, and they charged him three hundred k, three hundred k. You know so some of all these people are stationed in different places in Lagos in Nigeria, and then we do not know which one will stop you, and you do not know what they would ask you. You know, so it's yeah. just important that we are abreast with all of all this.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, as to what you said, um, apart from even being caught, now you just mentioned 300K, and so far, so good. In all of these laws that we have stated, if he probably knew, he would have known that there's no way he's supposed to pay 300,000 euros for, you know, driving without...
0: Exactly. Money. Exactly.
1: The minimum amount for that is 10,000 euros. The highest he could have paid is 20,000 euros. Mm-hmm as If he was even driving with a forged permit, but driving without one, exactly. at ten thousand yeah. So if you're in the know of all these things, nobody would, you know, rip you off your hard-earned money.
0: And then, and then they know that you do not know. Yes. Exactly. So they 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 are just stationed there to look at people that say, okay, let me just let's just try one or two people. And then when right. they just catch one person that defaults, like is any amount that comes to their head. That's it for you. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's important that we know all of all these things. And I'm okay, sure we've so. learned one or two things from today.
1: Yeah, to so add to quickly add to the um loss so far. There's another thing that is really rampant on the road, like this um towing of vehicles, towing vehicles, yeah, when your vehicles go bad and all. All right. And most of the times so when I see them tow these vehicles, they use very strong group. Like very very strong all these very tight ropes to you know at- attach it to the vehicle they intend to to this is also wrong but i don't know because the expected um tool to use to you're supposed to use a drawbar like a slink kind of um a sling type of you know rope or bar type hookups that's yes yeah to them attached to the device securely. So you're supposed to use any kind of rope. She that rope we're make a car for this That's also um, a, a, a crime. And not all vehicles are, you know, licensed to to, to tow cars. So because you're, you're driving a your friends toyota sports so i go with my guy you carry your camera, and you know not without knowing if it meets the um if it meets the requirements for you to be able to tow the vehicle so yeah they're the-
0: actually towing vehicles yes. yeah yeah yes. they are towing trucks so if your car is not a towing truck you are not supposed to tow a vehicle exactly you know? then it could actually if they if you are caught it could actually be a punishable offense you know so it's important that 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 we can we we put that out there so it's important that if some you may want to help or help by looking for a tool to invent (laughs) so i think we'll be drawing the curtain for the uh twitter space today i'm 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 pretty sure couple of us have learned one or two things, if not everyone, you know. I myself have learned uh, a couple of things I did not know before. So it's important that if whether you're a car owner or you one day hope to be a car owner or drive a car, I mean, I hope, I, I pray that everyone you know gets there where they are financially stable and they want to do whatever they want to do. But at the same time. It's important we all are abreast with all of all these, um all of all these rules and regulations so we do not fall short, you know, uh, we do not we, we are not caught unawares by some of all these uh roads, road safety officials. All right, so yes, uh, any last words from you, Anita?
1: Yes, please, my people, if you're a car owner, please drive safe at all times, please. Life is important life is sweet please drive safe at all times adhere to the rules traffic signs and you know while you're also driving keep in mind other road users as well let's all stay safe out there please thank you
0: all right thank you very much uh also thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in Uh, thank you very much for everyone that joined in um i'm sure you've learned one thing or two uh try as much as possible before you go to follow our twitter page at uh, that car fixer uh, uh our twitter page is that car fixer you can also follow us on all social media platforms at flickro youtube facebook and instagram uh, we really love to get uh, talking with you all right till we come your way again this program happens uh did i say this program but this this twitter space happens um twilight right? uh would i say once in two weeks or or, or as as the spirit leads <laughs> all right thank you very much for joining i am the radio paragon the mic evangelizer call me the radio novel boy my name is joshua Ikenye mercury good night good
1: night guys happy weekend enjoy the rest of your weekend i remain anita baby <laughs> anita daniel good night guys good
0: night, Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.